Now this morning, I want to talk a little bit about the Holy Spirit within our lives. She's going to deal with the Holy Spirit upon our lives in the infilling, in the baptism, in the Holy Spirit. But the Holy Spirit is also living on the inside of us in the new birth. And we want this dual working of the Spirit in our lives. Amen? So uh, let's pray and let's get ourselves into agreement and look to the Lord today. Father, thank you for the Spirit of the living God, this third person of the Godhead. We do not consider him to be an it, for him to be something that is out there esoterically. We consider him to be a person. And so teach us, minister to us along the lines of the Holy Spirit today. And we glorify you, Master, in Jesus' name. And everyone said amen. Amen. So the first scripture I want to look at is over in 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 19 and 20. And we're going to read this from the Amplified. It says, Do you not know that your body is the temple? It is the very sanctuary of the Holy Spirit who lives within you, whom you have received as a gift from God, and you are not your own. So we see, number one, that he lives within us. We see that we are his temple. And we understand that there's a gift from God. And because of that, we are not our own. We belong to the Lord. Now notice in verse 20, he said, You were bought with a price, purchased with a preciousness, and paid for. How many of you like things to be paid for for you? I enjoy paid for, right? Amen. I was looking at my closet this morning. I was looking at some of my clothes and I said, thank you, Lord. It's paid for. And it is. Thank God for it. So you were bought with a price, purchased with the preciousness and paid for. And you were made his own. We are not our own. We were made his own. So then honor him, honor God and bring glory to him in your body. Honoring him. Amen. Because we belong to him. Now I'm told that old manuscripts found in the old English word, instead of Holy Ghost, old manuscripts say Holy Guest rather than the Holy Ghost. He is our Holy Guest. What do you say we learn to honor the presence of this Holy Spirit just like we would a very special guest in our home? Amen? What does that mean? That means honor him. Include him, prefer him, put him first. When you have a guest in your home, when it's dinner time, you want to give them the best cut of meat. You want to give them the choicest sauce that they're going to put on that pasta, that Alfredo, that marinara. Don't get hungry on me now. You want to make sure that they're staying in the nicest bed, the nicest room. Why? Because you're honoring your guest. Well, the same way we are to honor the Holy Spirit who has come to live and abide with us forever. Now, look at John 14 and verse 16 and verse 17. Again, in the Amplified, we're going to take a look. And I will ask the Father, this is Jesus speaking, and he will give you another comforter. Everyone say comforter. And then he begins to amplify, the Amplified begins to amplify what the meanings of this comforter are. I will give you another comforter, 
counselor, helper, intercessor, advocate. How about this? Strengthener. Anybody need strength? Well, he is your strengthener. He is your standby. I like that, don't you? I got a text from a friend of mine the other day that was uh, getting ready to go on, I don't know how many countries he's going to hit. He's going to go and do a bunch of healing crusades in Europe and in Greece and so forth. And he asked for prayer. And so our prayer for him is that the God's strength and God's grace would be upon him. Amen? Amen. So whatever you're doing in life, whether it be a healing crusade or whether it be getting up and going on 880 to your job, believe God for his strength and his grace. Because I heard this in 2 Corinthians, that his grace is sufficient for me. Amen. Amen. Say that with me. Your grace, your grace is, sufficient is sufficient for my race. And so he's our strengthener. He's our standby that he may remain with you. How long? Forever. Verse 17. The spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive, welcome or take to its heart. Because it does not see him or know him or recognize him. But you know and recognize him. For he lives with you constantly, and he will be in you. Amen. Now, the Greek word for comforter there is paraclete. And the word paraclete means this. One called alongside to help. We could say it this way. One called on the inside to help. He is your heavenly helper. He will help you in life. He will help you make the right decisions. He will help you make the right investments. Amen. Helper defined means, means this. To give aid or assistance to. Means also to further or progress or advance advancement of. It means one employed to help. I like that. Amen. Again. I will ask the Father, and He will give you another comforter and counselor. Now, all of those words, all of those names could require at least 60 minutes of preaching. But I only want to center in on one this morning. I want to center in on the fact that He is our counselor. He is my counselor. He is your guide. We could say it this way, He is our coach. He's our coach. He's our coach. I looked up the word coach the other day, and the word coach means this, to train intensively as by instruction or demonstration. The word coach also carries with it this thought, again, to counsel, to guide, to lead, to mentor, to pilot, to shepherd, to show, or to tutor. So what does a coach do? A coach teaches. He advises. He corrects. He instructs. He trains. He tutors. He guides. He directs. And he prepares us for any upcoming days ahead or any upcoming assignments. Amen? How many of you have had a natural coach before. Perhaps a music coach or a baseball coach 
or an acting coach. Maybe today you have a life coach. One thing about a coach is a coach cannot get out there on the dance floor and dance for you. All the coach can do is teach you how to do it, teach you how to move. They may advise you and correct you and say, no, not like this, but like this. I remember when I was in high school, when I was playing basketball, my uh, coach, Mr. Haben, he was a good coach, and he saw that I had uh, an adjustment that was needed in my shot. I am left-handed, southpaw, and so oftentimes when I would shoot, I would kind of shoot like I did in my backyard from the time I was second grade right up until high school. I had this arm out here, and, and so my shot was a little unorthodox, and he began to correct me. He says, here, Mark, what I want you to do is I want you to tuck this arm in closer. Tuck this arm in closer so that when you shoot, it will be straighter. So I've always remembered that. Even when I go to the gym today, I don't play basketball anymore, but I'll go and shoot around. And oftentimes I'll catch myself shooting like I used to and missing the rim and missing the whole thing. And then all of a sudden I'll go like this and start hitting the rim again. I didn't say made it. but <laughs> Now, Brother George Amrill is a tremendous coach. He is a good golf coach. Whenever I golf with George, I always golf better. Because he sees things that he knows how that I can correct. And one of the things that he'll tell me is, is now slow and go. Slow and go. That means sometimes when I hit the golf ball, I get too hyped up. I'm trying to kill it. How many of you know trying to kill a golf ball is not going to work the right way, by and large? you got to swing. you got to slow and go. Now, I don't beat George, but I'm getting closer every day. <laughs> so, a coach, he's there to give us advice. He's there to coach you how to hit the ball, how to sing the note, and perform as you should. But he doesn't do it for you. The Holy Spirit is your coach. He is your coach to shepherd you, to mentor you, to show you how to do it. A good friend of mine said it this way. I like this. We must learn to take the Holy Spirit's advice and to follow Him implicitly. Taking each of our cues from Him. He must become our heavenly coach. And we must learn to accept His leadership and be willing to yield and concede to his divine guidance with no objections. I like that statement. You may be here this morning and you may be thinking, well, you know, I'm a novice when it comes to the Holy Spirit. I'm just learning some of these things. And you may be saying to yourself, well, this is great and wonderful, but this is brand new for me. What guarantee do you have that the Holy Spirit will not mislead me or misguide me? Well, we've got three witnesses that tells us that He is, in fact, the Spirit of truth. The Spirit of truth will not misguide you. The Spirit of truth will not mislead you. He will not lead you down a path of error. He will always lead you down a path of truth. 
He will always lead you on a path of light. Amen? Amen. Oh, you can bank on the fact that the spirit of truth who lives on the inside of you will never mislead you. So let's look at a couple of these. In John 15 and verse 26, it says this. But when he, the comforter, is come. Say it with me. Thank God. The comforter has come. He said, whom I will send unto you from the Father, even the Spirit of truth, which proceeds from the Father, and he shall testify of me. And then turning to John 16, verse 13. Notice with me here. But when he, the Spirit of truth, the truth-giving Spirit comes... He will guide you into all the truth, the whole truth, and the full truth. Just mark this down. The Holy Spirit sees your future and wants to lead you into all of the truth for your life. Do you believe that today? Now notice the rest of this verse in John sixteen thirteen. For He will not speak His own message or on His own authority but will tell you whatever he hears from the Father. He will give you the message that has been given to him, and he will announce and declare to you the things that are to come and that will happen in the future. Amen. Do you like that? Notice this. He will announce and he will declare to you the things that are to come that will happen in the future. Amen. And so, our part then is to be open to Him. Our part is to say things like, Holy Spirit, you are welcome in this place. Holy Spirit, you are welcome in every area of my life. Spirit of the living God, Spirit of truth, I welcome you. I welcome you into my life. Oh, that's a powerful thing when it really comes from your heart. When you welcome Him, He will arise on the inside of you. And He will begin to minister things to you that perhaps you've wondered about for years. It's awesome to have His presence in your life. Just put your hand over your heart right now and say, Holy Spirit third person of the Godhead. You are welcome. Welcome in this place. Welcome in my heart. Welcome in my mind. Welcome in my children. Holy Spirit, you are welcome. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. It is amazing that once we do this and that we cultivate this thought, an idea of welcoming him into our life. It's amazing what he'll begin to say to you. And you won't necessarily hear it a loud, audible voice, but you'll just pick up these messages on the inside that are coming straight from the throne of God to the Spirit of God to your human spirit. And when your human spirit cultivates communion with the Holy Spirit. Oh, the fellowship is sweet. The direction is clear. It can cause you to live life with your shoulders straight back. 
without any doubt and without any fear. Amen? Amen. Oh, raise your hands and say, thank God for the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Just pray a little bit with me. Holy Spirit, you are welcome. You are welcome in this church. Welcome. Ha. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. The cultivation of His presence will make a huge difference in our lives. Becoming Holy Spirit and God inside minded will change you and transform you and bring you information that is much needed and bring you into a place of great transformation. For the Spirit who abides within you will change you and transform you and He will bring you up and take you from one place to the next. He will take you from glory to glory, from strength to strength, and from victory to victory. So cultivate fellowship with me, saith the Lord. Cultivate fellowship with the Spirit of the living God who's on the inside of you. Do not ignore Him, but respect Him and welcome Him. Amen. And He will begin to speak clearly. And clarity will come into your soul. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory to God. And emo sore medisce le prande che secola brande se fetele mondo. And that is why I've that is why I've made available to all of my children the gift of the infilling of the Holy Spirit. For as you are filled with my spirit, I will enable you to communicate with the Father of spirits from, my, from your heart to his heart. It'll bypass your understanding, but it'll go into the very throne of grace. Hallelujah. And so shall my power and my grace come upon you, turn you into another man. Hallelujah. And enable you to do everything that I've called you to do. Amen. All right. Is that good? Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Praying in the Spirit is the ability to communicate supernaturally. Supernaturally with a supernatural God. Amen? Praying in the Spirit will enable you to speak divine mysteries unto Him. Praying in the Spirit opens the door to the supernatural. Praying in the Spirit, cultivating your fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Oh, my, 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 my. Cultivating. It'll just enable your life to get richer and richer day by day. Amen? Amen. So then, we can trust the leadership of the Holy Spirit. He's not going to send you down a wrong path. Say it with me, He's the Spirit of Truth. He's always there directing He's always there coaching. So we don't want to be like the, the stubborn violinist that thinks they're all that and they can do it without coaching. A person like that is going to hit some bad notes. You see it even in sports. You see some rift between the coach and the player. You see the player sitting on the bench all bummed out, not listening to his coach. Sooner or later, that player is going to pay a price. Unless, of course, you're LeBron James and you can get people fired anytime you want. And that's all I'm going to say about that. 
<laughs> whether or not we benefit from this heavenly coach depends on whether or not we choose to listen to him or to follow his advice. Okay? Don't ignore him. Don't, don't pretend like he's not speaking. Amen? Give him place. Be open to him. Trust his leadership. He's there to help us. So what do you say? We allow him to help us. He's there to change us. What do you say? We allow him to change us. The Holy Ghost is not just smart. He is a genius. He's a genius. And so when you listen to him and cooperate with him and respond to him, he'll make you look smart. B.B. Hankins said it like this. He said, the Holy Ghost is a genius. And if you listen to him, he'll make you look smart. I like that. Amen. Isn't it great to have a genius living on the inside of you? How many of you have questions about your future? Anybody got questions? You know, should I, should I, you know, stay in the Bay Area? Or should I move? Uh, should I, should I let this job go and, and, and look for another job? Uh, should I hold this investment or should I sell this investment? Anybody have questions about your future? Should my children go to private schools or should they go to public schools? Should we live over here or should we live over there? Should we go to this church or should we go to that church? All of us have questions about our future. Well, we've got one living on the inside who knows the future. Amen? And he is not keeping information from us. He is waiting for us to wait on him. And to get this kind, these kinds of facts or to get these kinds of informations, I know that's not proper English, but to get this kind of information from him, we must learn then to be quiet. To be quiet. Some of you are quiet today. <laughs> Being quiet isn't a bad thing. The Bible says be what? Still and know what? Be still and know that I am God. Amen. Be still. Get quiet. Amen. Get quiet. Turn off this. Turn that off. Turn off the dings. Turn off the dongs. And just get quiet. Hallelujah. Be still. And know. Know what? Know what you're supposed to do. Know that God's got you. Know that He's got a great plan for you. He's got a great future for you. He's taking you this far. And He's going to take you all the way to the finish line. Be still. Be still and know. Know what? Know your future. Know where you're supposed to go to church. 
Know where you're supposed to sow your seeds. Know where your kids are supposed to go to school. One of the most dangerous things that we can do is override something that we know to do. Or put off something that we know that should be done now. That is not the kind of waiting that I'm talking about. I'm talking about being still and waiting on the Lord. And once you know, get into the flow and go. Amen? Amen. Do it. There are things in life and there are opportunities, I believe, that are afforded to all of us. You know, we, we, we preach... Uh, here sometimes messages called windows of light doors of opportunities and streams of provision are constantly coming our way say that with me windows of light what is that what does that mean windows of light that means that God is giving you insight God's giving you insight in other words you are seen inwardly that's what insight means. To see inwardly. The eyes of your understanding will be flooded with light and that becomes a window to you. That becomes an instruction to you. You've heard the term, this person is an insider. You know what an insider is. An insider is a person that is privy to information that not everyone has. Well, in Christ Jesus, because he's inside, we're insiders. Amen. And these windows of light will give you insight, the ability to see and to know inwardly. Hallelujah. And then once light comes, light should be acted upon. Once the light comes, very often along with that comes the doors of opportunity. He's not going to wave something in front of you and tell you something and then close the door. He's going to give you insight on the inside. He's going to give you light. And then there's going to, in our life, throughout our lives, there's going to be doors of opportunities. Doors. I love that baby there. I love that little boy. Yes, 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 yes. Talking back already? That's awesome. Yeah. And then when you are in the light and walking through the door, then you can expect streams of provision. Amen? Amen. Now, 
Here's something about windows of opportunity. Windows don't always stay open forever. Mr. Smith, we're offering you a job. You need to let us know by next Tuesday whether you're going to take this job or not. That's a window. If you have light that it's your job, then don't wait until next Thursday to call your employer. Call them and let them know you're going to take the job now. Oh, man, I'm seeing windows. Thank you, Lord. Woo, windows for, the, for your people, Lord. Windows. Windows, 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 windows. Streams, 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 streams of provision, Lord. Glory to God. Amen. So, step on in. Step on through. Take time to know. And then walk through the door. Amen. And expect the Holy Ghost to help you. Amen. Now, here's a couple of things that Dad Hagen said. He said, The Holy Ghost is a gentleman and will not interrupt you until you stop and recognize him. Okay? Recognize him, respect him, cultivate your fellowship with him. The Holy Spirit is abiding in our spirits and He directs our spirits by the Holy Spirit. How many of you know your spirit knows things your head doesn't? But how many of you have ever taken a class in college on how to listen to your spirit? No, the education of the spirit man to me is more important than the education of the mind of man. For it's the spirit of man that is the candle of the Lord. Searching all the inward parts of the belly, amen? Dad Hagen goes on to say, that is why your spirit knows things your head doesn't know. But we've not been taught to listen to our spirits. And sometimes, he said, we're reluctant to do so. Then he went on to say, I think this might be in How to Be Led. I don't know, Brother George, Terry. But he went on to say this. The reason we as spirit-filled believers continually miss it, make mistakes, and fail, is because our spirits which should guide us are kept locked away in prison, so to speak. Knowledge or intellect has taken the throne. And then he went on to say this. A person who shuts his spirit away and never listens to it because the spirit of man, he said, is the candle of the Lord, becomes crippled in life and becomes an easy prey to selfish and designing people. Say it with me. That's not going to be me. I'm not going to fall prey to selfish and designing people. 
I shall not be crippled in life. I shall run through troops and leap over walls, for I am following the Holy Ghost. So that any time, any time we're to make a decision, any time we're to choose a path or a response, at every juncture, learn to look inside and acknowledge Him and be only Spirit-led. You know what that does to the devil? It shuts that turkey down. You know, sometimes I'll, I'll see on Facebook, so-and-so just checked in to Heart of the Bay, or so-and-so just checked into Redemption, or so-and-so just checked into Faith Fellowship. Great. That's awesome. I think it's super. But how about checking in with the Holy Spirit? Before you proceed to do anything. Say with me, I've got a guide on the inside. We talked about it already, but that's talking about inside information. Who gives us insight. Hallelujah. Perception, intuition, understanding enables us to grasp what he's saying to us. In closing... Let's turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 2, and you can be standing right now if you would, because we're going to read this together. 1 Corinthians 2. How about about 10 seconds just lifting up your hands and saying, Glory to God. Glory to God. <laughs> glory to God. Glory, 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 glory. We glorify you. We magnet kesongala panga de dela broncondi di diza dandonga la bashe kele mandai. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Yeah, thank you for wisdom. Put your hand over your heart and say, Heavenly Father, I thank you for the wisdom of God that you have made available unto me. I confess this day, Jesus is my wisdom. And the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him abides on the inside. Thank you for opening my ears and opening my eyes. I'm open to you. I'm yielded to you. In Jesus' name. Now, let's begin to read 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 9 through 16. Are you ready? Let's read. But as it is written, I has not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God prepared for them that love him. How many of you love him? Yeah. All right, verse 10. But God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit, for the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. Verse 11. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of man which is in him? Even so the things of God knoweth no man but the Spirit of God. Verse 12. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Verse 13. Which things also we speak, not in the words of man's wisdom, teacheth, 
but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. Verse 14. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. Verse 15. But he that is spiritual judgeth all things, yet he himself is judged of no man. Verse 16. For who hath known the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him? <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Woo, let's read that last phrase again. But we have... The mind of Christ. One more time. But we have. I've got the mind of Christ. You got the mind of Christ. I may not know what to do exactly right now, but I know where I can get the information from. Thank God I got a sound mind. You got a sound mind. You got the mind of the anointed one and his anointing is going to see you through every day of your life. Amen. Well, did you get anything out of this morning's message? Thank God for the Holy Ghost who lives on the inside. Amen.